Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Antisocialite. I'm your host, Carly Cassidy, and today I'm actually here alone. Actually, I'm, re- I'm really never alone, honestly, even if I brush my teeth or do anything, maybe my dog follows me. There's really no sense of privacy. I think if I ever want to go to the bathroom, he scratches at the door. So, you know, if you ever thinking of getting a wiener dog, it's worth it. But like, say goodbye to any sense of independence. As fun as it is to have guests, I thought I would have some solo episodes since, you know, I did start this to be my own thing and to really just um, unabashedly, or I don't even know words, what am I saying? Just like putting out ridiculous stories and things that have happened to me, um, kind of like unfiltered, um, to highlight just life and its embarrassments and funny aspects of it. Um, And I found it was a lot easier to talk into a podcast mic than it would be to get up on stage in front of people Um, because I find, you know, honestly, I probably sweat as much sitting in my apartment when it's 90 degrees and I have to turn off the air conditioner for the sound than I would on like a stage from nerves. So, you know, it's kind of like pick your poison, but at least this way I don't have to deal with judgmental glares other than my little dog staring at me. Um... Because he definitely judgmentally watches me, but it's okay. I love him. Um, yeah, and so after that long introductory monologue, I thought today it would be fun to talk about um, like cancellations on dates, just like the most ridiculous excuses or things that turn out to not actually be excuses that I've had um, in recent years when dating. Kind of highlight just the fact that, you know, although the universe I've experienced is kind of a bitch um, and she can be not so nice to me, she has a sense of humor. Like, I give it to her that, like, when stuff goes wrong, it's at least, like, funny. Um, Prime example would be, (laughs) and this is also, like, TMI, but whatever. That's the whole point of this. I, in 2018, I was at a pharmacy in Spain And it was shortly after I had been sexually assaulted and I went to pick up over-the-counter Ativan that the, like, they gave me at the emergency room for, like, anxiety or PTSD. And the pharmacist has no idea why I'm there, obviously. They don't, like, write down, you know, the reasoning. They're just like, ah, here's the script. Fill it. And I was there with my, my sister had flown over because she was, we were in the process of moving everything out of my apartment because um, I had to like get out of there fast. Um, didn't really feel safe after some threats. And so I remember we just like moved everything out and we were going in between like lawyers offices and doctors visits and stuff. And I went to the pharmacy with her and the pharmacist looks down and she smiles and like pushes across the counter. I remember she said in like Spanish, she's like, un regalo para Navidad or something. I can't speak Spanish well. Um, but she's like, a gift for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And I pick it up and it's literally like uh, lube. <laughs> she's like, Merry Christmas. Here's some free lube. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't think I'm going to need this. Um, I'm, uh, word on the street is don't do well in that avenue. I'm actually 
heading back to the doctor for some <laughs> complimentary testing to make sure I didn't get anything. Um, but yeah, so it was just wild. So th- that's what I mean. Like the universe is a bitch, but she's, she's funny. Um, so the first really memorable, um, excuse I'll go, I'll go in order. Um, this was during COVID, um, during 2021, I believe like April, maybe I was on dating apps. I was on hinge because I was living with girls that like weren't so nice. And so I didn't like to be in my apartment. Um, but like one, a lot of my good friends, like one from was like super immunocompromised. So like, and it was still cold. And unless I wanted to go sit on like an icy balcony, it was like impossible to spend time with her. Um, and I just like, I had gotten out of a, a long-term relationship that was really isolating at the start of the pandemic. And so like, I really had isolated myself like the first six months in New York and I didn't really try to make friends. So I just had nothing to do if I was bored and I wanted social interactions since my roommates were not, um, very nice. I'll just, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, I would go on like online dating updates every once in a while and <laughs> there was this guy, um, I'm not going to say his name or anything, but he was older. He's probably like 30s, early thirties. And he worked in law, I guess, allegedly, um, he had like his own practice, um, and he like wanted to take me to this kind of like swanky bar and I was like okay you know I'm living in a five-bedroom apartment with like four other girls in Chelsea and I spend all of my money on rent and like plant-based yogurt um because that shit's expensive I don't know if you guys you know like being lactose intolerant I'm not even I'm allergic to whey but like not being able to have real dairy is like not only a flavor inconvenience, but it is a financial inconvenience because the healthy alternatives are not cheap. They, they rob you of joy when eating, but also like they rob you your wallet. Um, but anywho, so this guy wanted to take me to this cool spot and we had like a time and a place and I was like really excited cause he was like interested in learning more about my, uh, I, <laughs> my, my COVID project that I actually started when I moved back from Spain Um, I tried to do like a philanthropic clothing line. Um, and I essentially what happened is I, I started it when I moved back and I was like, just not okay. Like I went through like a very delayed trauma response, also like elevated by being in a bad relationship. So I was like trying to like deal with getting stuff like trademarked and doing samples and all this stuff before things would expire and have to pay more fees. Um, but I just was like not mentally able, like I was in like the depths of trigger warning, uh, like anorexia. And I just like was not able, you know, like I just, I wasn't able to be an entrepreneur at that time. Um, um, but he was like, I was like trying to do it and whatnot. And he was like, Oh, I want to hear more about this or like, you know, all that stuff. And he had stuff about like pro bono work for social causes. So I was like, Oh my gosh, wow. Like tucks hair behind ear. Um, but this guy, (laughs) we had a time and a place and it's the day of, and it's like two out, maybe two, maybe three hours before. And he texts me and he's like, Hey, I'm really sorry to do this. Is there any way, or like, I'm going to have to reschedule because I I had a work emergency come up and I'm like, okay, whatever, bro. Um, and I 
just thought he was like, yeah, I'll like reach out, you know, and we'll reschedule. And I thought he was just like making up some excuse, you know? Um, but then <laughs> I'll see if I can find the picture. Actually, I don't know if I can put the picture on cause I had it on my Finsta, but I don't want to have it be too identifying about this person. But I had found like his LinkedIn and stuff, you know, cause after going through one and I went in Spain, I'm like, if I can't find you on LinkedIn and confirm you're a real person and like some accountability, like I'm not meeting you. Sorry. And so I found his LinkedIn and then I found like his website for his law practice. But when I Googled him or something, it popped up with like a Bloomberg article and it was like him being embroiled in a a lawsuit about, um, allegedly about like how he had this law practice that he founded with like, you know, a couple other partners and like him and this other guy were like kicking another guy out of the firm so they could take like a 200 plus million plus like revenue in like crypto from something and these articles were like literally talking about how the dude I was supposed to go out with was like his former partner um and the law partners was calling him like a sociopath and all this stuff and I was like and the article had dropped that afternoon and I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> homie really does have a work emergency. And also I do not want to meet him now because he sounds psychotic. Um, so a lesson learned there was um, a lot of successful men are psychos. Unfortunately, there's like literally overlap between C-suite executives and like narcissism and things like that. But also like, you know, people aren't always lying, you know, like but work emergencies might actually be that they have some like article come out like destroying their reputation <laughs> that they have to do damage control on. Um, so yeah, I did not meet up with him. He actually didn't even contact me again, which honestly for the best. Um, and I honestly probably should Google him, see what's going, what's going on. Not like to date him, but just to be like, mm, what happened there? Um, but yeah. And that was that guy. <laughs> this is another, this is another good one during COVID, um, still COVID, but you know, like more delayed. This was, yeah, I guess it was the same year, but like, it feels like it was a year later or something because I had moved out of my apartment. I switched jobs and then I got my own place. I moved back to the Upper West Side and <laughs> this guy, I, so like, I always think I, I'm like so smart and I'm cautioning myself against, um, you know, like men with bad intentions or bad motives, you know? And this guy was like a graphic designer. I remember I liked him cause he was, he was tall and he was like handsome, but he looked like, <laughs> this was when I was still like, obviously like kind of like heartbroken over like a past relationship and just like, you know, not all, not all well. Um, but this guy looked like, like the jacked, like tall, better looking version of my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, damn, like it would look, it would be so cool if I could like date a guy that looks like this and just like post a picture and just have him see, like, it was just one of those things where I was probably being like spiteful. Um, but no, I mean, he was, he was good looking, like I had a type, but, um, he was like artsy. He was just like graphic designer, lived out all the way in like deep in Brooklyn, probably Bushwick or something. And he was willing to come to the Upper West Side, which for those of you who are not New Yorkers, the Upper West Side to like Bushwick, you're like, you're traveling for like over an hour probably. And there's like a couple transfers, like it's far, like it's, it's a long distance relationship. Like, I don't know how people, I don't know how people do it. Um, and 
this guy was willing to come all the way to me, to my neighborhood, on like a a Thursday after work for us to go, because I told him I, (laughs) this is also when I was going through what I like to call toe gate, when I had like a recurring um, problem with my like big toe, and and I like had to take like medicine I couldn't drink on for like a few weeks, Um, and I told this guy, I was like, yeah, I can't drink right now, Um, and he's like, that's cool, like that's fine, Um, so we were gonna go get ice cream, it's a vegan ice cream place, it's like delicious and we were gonna go on like a have like a little picnic date in central park and this is what's so wild is i remember that's why i bought my picnic blanket that i have now is because i was like oh i'm gonna want something for this like i knew i would want it and like i've used it a million times since but that was like the initial motivation to make that impulse amazon purchase was to get this picnic blanket for the date and I was like, wow, like this guy must really want to like go out with me. He's coming all the way to the Upper West Side, you know, during the work week, like he's rushing after work and like traveling far. There aren't, I'm thinking, you know, it's, it's not alcohol. Like he probably thinks, and it's like broad daylight and doesn't think he's like going to get like lucky or anything, you know, like, wow, he must be a great dude. And so I was stoked. I was like, yep, cool. And he had like a cool name and I was like, it would be cool to date a guy that had like a cool name like this, you know, um, I can't say his name obviously, but just trust me. It was, it was cool. Um, like very like non, I don't think I've ever met anyone with this as like their first name, maybe their last name, but even as a last name, it would be like rare. Um, and so (laughs) this guy, he, I, I like texted him the day of to confirm the specific ice cream place we were meeting at because I realized there were two nearby me and I didn't like specify which one and so I sent him that and that was like two hours before the first date he texts me back and he's like oh Carly I was just meaning to text you so my best friend's girlfriend um my best friend that I was hanging out with you know like earlier this week his girlfriend just tested positive for COVID and he was like I feel fine, but I think that I should just, you know, go go to, I'm going to like City MD right now to get tested just to be safe. He's like, probably have to, I'm going to have to cancel. Like, I'm really sorry to do this. And I, in my head, I was like, was he just not going to let me know? Because like, I knew it was an excuse. Like I knew we were past, this was like September um, 2021 and we were past the stage of, um, I have to cough, sorry. <laughs> uh, we were past the stage of like, you know, we have like multiple vaccinations and like people were like not doing the whole like, I have an exposure. Oh no, like I need to isolate, you know, like, and I'm not, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've been like boosted, but I was just like, okay, like this is not a valid excuse. You know, like I just knew it was fake. Um, and uh, normally I wouldn't care, but one, um, I was just like really set in my mind of like, man, this guy was like really cute. And like, he looked like a better version of my ex-boyfriend. So like, I just like, you know, I couldn't help myself, but he also was a graphic designer and he had this thing on his art Instagram and it looked like a design that I would like have loved to use. And then I use it as kind of like inspo. I made a better, I made what I would say a better version of it, um, for like this sweatshirt I made, but I had this like little you know like you meet someone and they're like cute or you got this idea in your head and I'm like oh my god I can already see him like designing like shirts for this or like I can have (laughs) like free labor just kidding um but you know labor of love and so I messaged him after and I was like hey like 
um i'm not trying to like go out with you again like <laughs> message received but i wanted to see if you would maybe like let me have permission to use your design in this thing or if not like if that's cool but like you know i wanted to mention it to you in person but you know that didn't like happen and he responded back and he was like hey i'm so sorry about the other week i like to be fully transparent i like the covid excuse was really lame and what had happened was i had gone on a different first date the night before which would have been a wednesday middle of the week and ended up getting a hickey and he thought it would be really disrespectful to show up to our first date our ice cream date in the park um, with a hickey on his neck and I just was so flabbergasted I was like man like okay you're telling me the truth but I almost wish you didn't because like that's kind of gross but then I was kind of relieved I didn't meet up with him um, because I will not slut shame anyone you know to each their own but it was just something where I, w- I was kind of like, well, if you're getting hickeys on like first dates, like on Wednesday, like I, I just, I was making me think of like, okay, how many dates is this man going on? Like, is he going like, he, I don't know. It, a lot of the Brooklyn art boys are a little bit, um, I don't know how to, they're fuck boys. Like, yeah, they, they get around. Um, and so I just was like, you know, ooh. and he was like, yeah, like I'd be like down to like get together Sometimes he's like, but you, I feel like I should be honest. Like I'm really only on these apps. Cause like, I think making out is fun. And I was like, all right, cool, bro. You're like literally 26, 27. Like I get it. Oh my God. <laughs> my dog, like, I don't know if I should leave this in, but that giant noise was my dog taking a ferocious leap to try to chase a mouse that ran across my kitchen. Cause we are currently um, at war with Stuart Little, um, and, oh my god, yeah, the earlier this week, this is a good aside, earlier this week, I had to pry, it was, it was the most chaotic thing, and, like, I don't know if I want to have kids, like, I don't think I do, or if I do, I want to, like, adopt, or, like, have a surrogate, I don't want to be pregnant, that's what I know, I, like, I don't, I don't want to deal with it, I'm, like, too, I have, like, such big like hypochondria and like stress and stuff about my body to where I'm like I would I would be so stressed and like googling every symptom no um but I but I'm a mother when it comes to my dog and I had a hard test this week where he like I have these sticky traps because they're the only ones that are like safe for dogs and they're under my fridge but my super just has them laying flat instead of construct into the little house because it's supposed to you know get them almost like a finish line if they're trying to run across out you know to trap them and I've gotten like a few like that before and I thought we were done with this because I had an exterminator come in and like seal up my radiator holes and things like that but lo and behold (laughs) we hear I hear like one like Russell and he's like got caught on the little sticky thing and I see Linus look at it and I'm like don't do it and before I could stop him, he lunges because he wants to go like pick up the rat, but the rat is stuck on the sticky trap. So then he basically runs on and pulls out the sticky trap from under the fridge. And then I have my dumbass dog stuck on the sticky trap. And there's also like a little mouse like wiggling on it. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, 
but so I was trying to get my dog to not get more stuck on it because he's already got like his legs and then I'm trying to get it from like not <laughs> getting his like private parts and I'm just like oh my gosh Linus please stop moving like please stop because then the mouse was also like twitching and moving and I was like trying to get him also not to get because he kept trying to like want to eat the mouse when he was stuck on it too um and I yeah it was frantic and I ended up having to try to like hold them and like cut um like split the trap with scissors so like the part with the mouse on it was separate from the part with my dog so I could try to get my dog off of it but man that was literally so chaotic I went through it (laughs) this week um I will say if you've made it this far and I don't know why I'm talking like if you made it this far this is probably the shortest podcast episode I'll ever (laughs) release um these are gonna be like 20 30 minute ones the short ones with just me But um, I'm currently struggling because I was booted off of the family Netflix by not, you know, being in the the house, my brother's house, because he, we all mooch off of his streaming services. He's like kind of our provider, um, you know, just paying it forward. Um, But I now am a big fan of HBO Max, and obviously they've added the whole 90 Day Fiance franchise, um, which I am loving. I also started rewatching Girls um, because I hate myself and want to put myself through the emotional torture that is <laughs> rewatching that. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love that show. But um, yeah, so like honestly, if anyone has any good Hulu or HBO Max or Amazon Prime recommendations, I'm like kind of on a Netflix hi- uh, hiatus until I either get a raise at work um, or I date someone where I can mooch off of theirs and ask them for the code and for them to send it to me. Um, but yeah, so thank you for tuning in. I guess I should get to actually our sponsor. Let's see who our sponsor is today because I had a friend who came on. This is like the second episode I'm recording today. And she said that every time I have a little intro music that I she always thinks there's going to be an ad and then there isn't. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I need to do my sponsors again. So. Today's sponsor is Matthew. If loving this is wrong, Matthew doesn't want to be right. The smell of the pages of a book and that physical books are a million times better than e-readers. You know, because Matthew's different. He, you know, he works in the art department at film and TV. So, like, he likes real books. Don't give him your CGI Kindles or any of that. You know, he wants a real book and a real woman. And a real woman. A real woman. Um, Also, I'm really confused by his two truths and a lie. Um, Like, they're, like, really weird flexes that I feel like aren't flexes um two truths and a lie first one i traveled europe without my parents for a few weeks when i was 15 cool did you like you you can't drink what do you what do you do in europe when you're 15 like can you even get into art museums alone without a parent parental advisor um (laughs) um he's met steven spielberg okay that's like that could be kind of cool um but it's also just like kind of 
douchey to say something like that. And then this is the one that really threw me for a loop because this is so random and weird that like I know this one has to be true, but the fact that like he knows this and like can even like talk about it is like is like deeply uncomfortable for me. It says my grandma was a nude model slash pinup girl in the 50s. I didn't need to know that. I feel like you shouldn't. I feel like that should have been a family secret because um, it just makes me feel like you've seen pictures of your grandma at nude in the 50s. I don't know. It just makes me, it makes it feel weird. So that was a no from me. Um, he got an ex, but I really hope that he finds love Um maybe in a bookstore maybe he'll just be like turning pages i bet you he'll be reading like i don't know what's a douchey book he'll be reading like 1984 up against a wall and like i don't know (laughs) my dog is now still on the hunt for the mouse he's just I don't know if that's good for it. Like, is, is it instinct or is that bad for a dog's nervous system? Like, if they're just constantly on high alert looking for um, prey. I don't know. To see how he's doing. Um, but anywho, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back. I'm trying to be pretty consistent. And, you know, it's going to be an episode every other Tuesday. Um, but I would like to, you know, have an episode every Tuesday. I just have to, you know make sure I don't run out of stories or people to talk to. Um, but also, yeah, if you know anyone, I can record remotely now as well. So if you have any fun stories that you would like to tell, um, feel free. It also doesn't have to be on camera or like it can be anonymous besides your voice. I don't have any like technology to like, you know, I'd make you sound cool. I mean, I'm sure there that exists, but like, I'm not going for that. Um, But yeah, so have a great rest of your week and I'll see you back here next week, I guess.